Program activated. Attention everyone, the unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Okay, first things first, what is your name? This is Big Sonny, playing the best of the 90s and beyond. Are you, are you ready for this? Yeah. Radio in motion. Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go. Alright, right, here we go. Radio in motion. Hey everyone, you're listening to Christmas Rock Party on Radio in Motion. We've got a lot of great music coming up tonight, but first I just wanted to check in with another episode of The Ugly Truth. As we head long and fast into the Christmas season, um, I was reading something that I thought was was a little bit scary. Um, uh, look, for me, you know, topics are... are all there for the picking but usually I, I try to find something that sort of resonates with me at the time you know I, I love m- movies and music and pop culture and history and and science and just I love having a good discussion uh, a debate about anything love to discuss anything and I, I as I always say you know when I have these discussions always keep an open mind and always be willing to have an open discussion don't ever shut someone down don't be so consumed by any one ideal or ideology that you won't listen to someone else you may walk away a little bit smarter than you thought you don't have to but you should at least listen we, we live in such a cancel culture world where everyone gets so triggered and uh, that makes me sad because it used to be about conversation conversation is how we got where we are sometimes it fails but sometimes it does work folks whatever it is in the world whether it's politics or, or, or science or any sort of ide- ideology or religion uh, war you know these are all the things that you know you're certainly not supposed to talk about at parties <laughs> never talk religion and politics but they're the juiciest and most fun subjects uh, so I want to dive into something about um, uh, AI in general and sort of the darker side of AI and uh, I want to start off talking just about science in general first but I will allude later into uh, uh, something that's come out of IBM and their pursuit to how they're going to program AI and some of the some of the sort of commandments that are going to that are going to guide them which is a little bit scary because just keep that thought in mind when we get there uh who's writing the AI you know what I mean it's not uh, coming into life uh, it's not spawning out of nothing uh, this isn't Tron legacy where the ISOs if you're a movie nerd uh, they just came into being uh, I don't think we're quite there yet uh, uh, somewhere no matter what application or what program or even AI itself even if AI is is a uh, learning uh, by just taking information from the internet it's learning from everything we input someone still had to write the parameters of of how it will respond to certain questions and a human's doing that so just think about who is that human and do they have any particular uh, ideologies or politics or specifics that they don't even know maybe they are unconsciously writing it in but uh, when we get to the the IBM story I think you'll find out that they are consciously writing it in which is scary so I just want to talk about science in general uh, I feel like for me you know science like anything else history uh, all those subjects and s- subjects in school um, it's something that you you once you find out the facts about it um, I suppose you sleep a little bit better at night uh, when you find out about how things work it's fascinating and then you know the ground you're walking upon the earth the universe the oxygen you're breathing it's all fascinating to know that it is based on 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 math something that can be quantified something that you can you can I'm not saying I'm not a control freak of course there are certain things in this universe you can't control 
but some things you can and and they you can put a number on it and in science i thought you know i always thought the whole point of science it, w- it was by its very nature meant to be questioned uh you know constantly trying to prove and disprove itself that is what scientists do that is what they do with theories uh, they ask you prove me wrong uh i have found all this here's all the facts here's the data try to disprove it do your best and the more it gets you know proven that it's correct again it makes you understand then we're on the right track with certain things so again by its very nature science was always supposed to be like that but i think in the past few years especially with covid and 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 you know politics getting mixed up in it 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 makes me a bit sad that that science um has turned into uh more of uh, uh, a religion which is a bit sad because it shouldn't be uh, and, and it's funny you think back to some of the uh, most amazing scientists in history that we base our facts on someone like like Gal- Galileo uh, you know being accused uh, as a heretic obviously you know his notion of of the Sun being the center of our known universe with the earth revolving around it uh, was in you know direct contrast to the church at the time and scripture and yeah he was you know absolutely vilified uh, uh, as a as a heretic but um, nowadays you hear terms like trust the science the word trust worries me uh, and other sayings like uh, the World Health Organization uh, they would say things like uh, we own the science that's troubling that phrase ownership you you don't own it Uh, uh, like someone says uh, if uh, if you were to erase the Bible uh, and it were rewritten look there may be similar themes but it would be a completely different story if you were to erase a math book and and the next generation had to rewrite it the math book will be written exactly the same okay so again that's that's what I always thought science was but unfortunately it's it's um yeah it's a slippery slope when when science is is treated like like a religion and like an ideology um and and again during COVID, hearing a lot of things like trust the science um you know more and more is coming out i'm not getting into a huge COVID discussion but i'm saying this is one of the things that has affected our lives and that the trust the science as a as a ideology has been all wrapped up into it rather than being able to question things that that was that was what we were allowed to do remember reading uh, you know are you allowed to do and re- your own research well not anymore because if you if you do your own research well you're you're a fanatic you're uh you're a, a conspiracy theorist uh and if you go against sort of the narrative which makes me sad you don't even get to be in the conversation you're immediately erased you're you're racist you're fascist you're an anti-vaxxer you're immediately called names from someone who obviously is having an emotional response from when you're trying to have a scientific conversation and i've had tried to have these with some people uh, just a logical scientific conversation i'm happy to throw in philosophy in there sprinkled around it but i do feel like those are two different subjects let's talk philosophy or let's talk science uh they are separate but uh, yeah you are dismissed uh and um regardless of the facts that are coming out about about COVID, you can't you can't ask about Wuhan. You can't ask about. You can't say lab leak. You, you you get in trouble for that. I still would like to find out the facts. Why have we dismissed that? We've just forgotten about it. Uh, you know, um, um, wearing masks was pointless. Uh, herd immunity um, and with the vaccines themselves, 
uh, a lot of the side effects, uh, you know, increased myocarditis in young men. I'm not a crazy person. Look this up yourself. These are now documented in medical papers, medical journals, which doctors read and go by. But I guess if they read them now, they have to keep them hush-hush because you can't go against the narrative. Anyway, that's, that's the science thing, which makes me a bit sad. Uh, and, you know, as we, we head in, into science, um, you, you, can't, you can't debate it anymore. So, so um, if, if I can't debate uh, uh, gender, uh, uh, so everything's up for grabs. So DNA, so if you try to, to bring DNA into the picture, uh, talking about uh, human DNA, someone will say, oh, that's, that couldn't determine whether someone is a man or a woman. Again, I'm not getting into that debate. I'm just saying these are the things now that we've thrown science in and we've brought in, um, you know, uh, more more ego versus id, more philosophy, more the science, more the philosophy of self rather than the science. So if all of that's up for grabs, we really are living in the matrix. Uh, there is no more foundation of science. Uh, there is no more. We can debate everything: rocks and minerals, trees, plants, chlorophyll. All of that's uh, none of it's real. I can just make it up. Uh, a rock could identify as a plant. I'm not trying to be cheeky. I'm just trying to be honest. Everything is up to, for debate once you, once you go in there and, and you take the chisel to science and, and try to throw in philosophy into it. Uh, uh, is the periodic, periodic chart up for debate? It's oxygen. All of that's fantasy now. So anyway, that, that's my worry about just having these conversations in general. And, and it used to not be humans that led way led the way it was humans that led the way through discovery humans that led the way through discovering science uh and trying to prove it using math things that are tangible and and you know immutable facts uh but now we're getting into the world where uh you know if you're a movie fan you think of the dystopian future to be something like uh, a terminator and blade runner especially terminator that uh, uh, AI is going to turn on us. We're going to create artificial intelligence. It will spring to life. It will become self-aware. And the first thing it'll want to do is, is nuke us. All right. It makes for a great movie, Terminator 2. Let's face it, best movie probably of all time. But I think we've missed the point that that's, that's the one extreme, that AI is going to want to turn on its masters and go to war, which, again, is most every dystopian uh, 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 story. Battlestar Galactica, that's classic. Uh, the Cylons turn on the humans. But... It's more about, especially when it comes to AI and how it's presenting itself, if itself now, something like the, the chat GPT, you know, you can go on there and, and have the chat bot pr probably write your term paper for you, which is a bit sad. Again, we're, we're losing our ability. We're losing our minds. You know, it used to be the human mind. You would want to fill that up. But now we can just be lazy and have the computer do it for us. But so here's the story I wanted to talk about. This is out of IBM. IBM, by the way, not a small company. I'm sure you've heard of them. Uh, international business machine, as they are. Um, I used to call them a logical bicycle machine. I thought that was a funny. There's a lot of other things you can call IBM. But IBM still huge on the planet, leading the way. And obviously partnerships with, with so many other, um, you know, uh, AWS, Microsoft, AWS for the nerds. Is, is Amazon Web Services. And you're like, Amazon? Yes, Amazon, the book people. They pretty much are, are the entire infrastructure of, of the web. There's other out, others out there like Azure and stuff. But when you say AWS for any, any total um, coder geek, they know that that's where it starts. 
So if these companies are the infrastructure of everything you're on, every social media platform, uh, every, every TikTok, every YouTube video, Facebook, everything, uh, you know, and the gateway is Google, it's all, it's all in the internet, it's all in servers somewhere around the planet, that's the machine, that's the AI, that's the huge brain that we're all in right now. So who's behind that still? Well, people. People are creating that. Well, what if those people had certain ideals that they wanted to interject into the programming so that the computer was no longer just a, a, an unbiased difference engine, which is what I thought computers were supposed to be. You put the data in, it, it figures it out, the data points it back out. It doesn't start to get philosophical. The problem is, is the people who will be responsible for the future of AI, like IBM, they're going to start to put in uh, a structure around it that is bias and that's already happening and this is one of the reports that that proves it you know i also before i get into that i think back to things like like irobot uh isaac asimov's sort of the three laws for the robots and it's funny again these three laws were about um the the ai robots but they're more serving the people and these three laws were to protect them from harming people. Again, it's about physical physical harm, the Terminator. But again, I think we're talking more psychological as the, the real war that's going to happen. Uh, I've written these down because I'm always fascinated by them. The three laws, and these are the Isaac Asimov uh, robots. Uh, a robot may not injure a human being uh, um, through an action, allow a human being to come into harm. That's rule number one. Rule number two, a robot must obey orders given to it by a human being, except where such orders would conflict with the first law. And the third law, a robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or second law. So anyway, in, in the movie or books, essentially these three rules, which they thought were pretty safe, uh, ended up turning on the humans. And while well, the AI figured out that the best way to protect humans, which is one of their laws, to keep humans safe, was to pretty much keep them indoors locked up because humans, humans a big mess. Humans is a big dang mess. <laughs> it is kind of funny and, and a bit scary because that is the truth of it. If you're telling the robot to protect you from yourself, then yeah, humans should probably just be locked up because we do get into a lot of trouble. But again, I'm sorry that I'm on the side of human, and I always will be, as much as I'm a tech geek. I, I love humanity more. So this is coming out of IBM, a, a subsidiary company they use called Red Hat. Uh, there's an investigative journalist, uh, James O'Keefe, uh, broke this story, that there was a, a document from IBM that essentially is the structure for the company. So if these, these you know, um, commandments are already in the company mantra, these will filter down to the people who get onto the keyboard and program the things that you use every day. And these are titled, as always, look this up yourself. You think I'm a crazy conspiracy theorist. Always look things up for yourself and decide for yourself. So this document was titled The, the Allyship Commandments. Already scary that it has the word commandments in it. Uh, included in the subheading, uh, stating that your allyship commitment accepts these fundamental truths. Uh, among the company's Ten Commandments uh, were that employees must never question the reality of our black friends and colleagues. So yes, I didn't invent this, I didn't make this. this these commandments touch on the idea of, of race relations. Again, I'm not going to get into that, I'm just telling you that either way is wrong. The minute you start meddling with that, it's wrong. 
Uh, I'm not denying there is racism in the world. People are racist, but I think the whole point of this is for us to come together and not be racist on either side. Not to anybody, to any culture, any religion, any race, your skin color, anything. Young, old, white, black, Asian, whoever you are in the world. It is all about acceptance for everyone. Yes, we would agree on that. That's the whole point. It's about togetherness. It's about the melting pot, which I love. Like I always talk about cities like New York, cities like Melbourne even. The diversity is amazing. That is what's strong. The strength comes from everyone's diversity. All those cultures mixing together, those discussions, those ideas. That is a beautiful thing. So having said that, you can't go after me and say, just the fact that I'm talking about this subject, I must be a fascist or a racist. That's what really annoys me. Of course we can have these discussions. So this is coming from IBM. So um, this was also in response to a different uh, uh, leak from the the reporter O'Keefe, which featured a video of the IBM CEO, uh, Arvind Krishna. Uh, It was in a meeting, and it was basically, it would be specifically giving bonuses for those who would hire on the basis of, of race or sex. To, to use discrimination in hiring. Again, I'm not going to get into that. We say, oh, well, you know, there's diversity. Of course there is. I realize there's a huge, you know, DEI thing going on in all companies, uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. I have nothing against those things. On paper, those are great, but in action, when it comes to things like a company or hiring practices, I don't believe in that. I'm sorry. I don't think that's how it works. So this is what the CEO is saying specifically quoted from him in the video, um, I'm very clear about this. I expect at the executive level, so that's not just just my direct, but all executives in the company have to move forward by 1% on both underrepresented minorities. And he also interjected, let me say, say it that Asians in the U.S. are not underrepresented minority in the tech company. However, others are. Um, Ditto for uh, gender diversity. So again, I'm just giving you the facts here. I'm not getting into a debate uh, uh, about that, although I do believe that any hiring should be based on meritocracy, on your experience and skills, and your appropriate levels to do the job. Nothing about your religion or your skin color or or superficial things that you can't change. It should be about you, the individual. Um, But this is coming down from the CEO. Uh, By the way, Asians get a bad rap. How sad is that? And, you know, and people who, who have these topics and want to talk about this subject, why isn't someone calling him racist? Uh, Asians are fine. Uh, they're, they're, they're more than represented. So um, we'll, we'll push them in with white people. So they, we'll push them in with them. That's, that's racism. Um, so, you know, these are, the, these are the people that are programming your AI. Uh, and that's, you know, that's, that's just scary um, that they would put these things in. And uh, uh, so another thing he said, so um, you've got to move forward um, by a percentage and this will lead to a plus on your bonus. So essentially, he'll be giving bonuses for people doing this and taking away for those who don't, for someone who hires in a, in a discriminatory manner. So, you know, think about, think about things like chat GPT. You would go on and, and if this... These commandments are in there, which are biased. I don't care if you like all oh, that. You must be a right winger or a left winger. I don't care. You know, I'm very zen. I'm balanced. I'm right down the middle. If you go extreme either way, you get in trouble. When you start meddling 
with something like AI, which should just present to you back the facts, you're getting into trouble. You know, you might type in something like, uh, can white people can white people be racist? Can black people be racist? And it may tell you no that that if you're black you can't be racist because because it's actually a power struggle and it's all about white people. Again, I'm not getting into that. I just saddens me that anything would be would be a bias in something that's just supposed to be a a difference engine to take your data and parse it through and give you back the information, give you back the historical or scientific or mathematical information. So this is my worry. You think, oh, well, AI is all about something coming to life and having its own opinion. Yes and no, because it didn't spring out of nowhere. Like I said, it sprang from a human, and the humans have bias. And whoever's programming it has the bias. And this is proof in the pudding with what's coming out of IBM, which, again, IBM is huge and touches every level of every aspect of technology you're using today. Um, and like I said, I, I wanted to touch on something like, you know, when it comes to specific force hiring, um, you know, uh, I've I've worked in places where there's a hugely diverse team, and they were all hired based on merit, based on skill and experience, and their suitability for the job and the role, and then everything else just happened to come into play on its own. And you, when you when you do that, when you aim for that always, that's sustainable. This other stuff, it's not sustainable. Sustainable. This is not sustainable. To to break people down to the superficial. As I always tell people, I'm I will always believe in the individual, and the individual is made up of everything. Everything in your life, your journey, that's you from childhood to the age you are now, and everything, all of it. And yes, it comes into play. Your your race, your religion, everything you've experienced, your parents, whoever they were. Two fathers, two mothers, a man and a, a woman, um, no parents, an orphan, whatever it is, your journey is amazing, and that makes up you. So you want to put yourselves into a category? Of course we do. We do still categorize ourselves, but it also cracks me up how, how they think that's, that's the way to go. When you're in the plane, do you think to yourself, well, I hope they have the best white pilot. I hope they have the best black pilot. No. I hope it's the best female pilot. I really don't give a crap. I just want the best pilot. Whoever walks out of that cockpit, uh, cockpit, I'll respect because we landed safely. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, ma'am. Whomever. Um, I hope I get the best black doctor. I hope I get the best Asian doctor. No, I hope I get the best doctor who's going to cut up my chest and tinker with my heart. I hope he or she is the best. Simply put. So, you know, if I'm wrong, well, tell me I'm wrong. But I do believe that there's a place for, you know, uh, equity, which is really the idea of tipping the scale to say that certain groups, whomever they are, are already on the back foot and marginalized. I'm not going to have that debate that that's holistically wrong, but I'm saying it leads to problems down the other end. And, and everyone here when they have these kind of discussions i know they're coming from a good place of course they're coming from a good place they're coming from a place of diversity and helping those who are in need helping give those a boost who need it but i feel like the world is becoming more even than you know everyone is getting that chance everyone's getting that chance in ways that are have been unheard of in the past 20 years you can you can decide to become a coder and go online and and be a superstar you can you can you can do things from technology from your home and everyone I think is getting that more of a chance and I hope the world does become more balanced for everybody but when you lead down the road 
of of using the superficial external parts to reward someone in any way it's not sustainable I, i'm sorry it's a temporary solution to to whatever bigger problems there are in the world so yeah that's that's my deep discussion about about ai tonight so keep an eye on that you know when you ask ai questions is this that or who won this war or who did that keep an eye out if if the answer seems to be a bit oh that's interesting that's a little bit <laughs> that's a little bit opinionated i was looking for just a straight answer as a computer would give me not a well actually no because in my opinion these people x and y are this and just so you know i don't want that i don't want any any artificial intelligence to be that um we are the computer that's my passion you are the computer Take all the data in front of you, read all the information, go out there, find it, you, you disseminate it. You're the computer, you do the computing in here, folks. Do the computing in here. Don't let the computer think for you. You're the thinker. Be awake, don't be woke. Be awake. Anyway, that's it for tonight. I'll end it there. Uh, but hey, more great music to come on tonight's Christmas Rock Party after a word from our sponsors. <laughs> 